In the Pasukin, it says in the Pasukin, I Hashem says, I will send a, an angel with you to bring you to the place that I have prepared, meaning an Eretz Yisrael. So Rashi says, he quotes the words that I prepared, and he says, what that means is that I have set it aside for you. I've set aside Eretz Yisrael for you. That's his first shot. We'll get to the second shot soon. And the commentators explain, what is Rashi trying to say here? He, all he says is that I have set aside for you and they explain like this that Rashi means to say that since the Pasuk doesn't say who he prepared it for it just says I prepared it doesn't say who he prepared it for so Rashi is saying I prepared it for you for the Yid but since there's still a problem with this why doesn't the Pasuk say who he prepared it for why does it have to be Rashi that tells us who he prepared it for so Rashi is uncomfortable with that and therefore gives another explanation as well and that second explanation is that Hashem already did some preparation. He made a preparation which is that his the uh, the base of Middash of in the heavens above is aligned with the base of down here. He aligned the two. And according to this shot, when he says I prepared it, it doesn't mean I prepared it for you. It means I prepared it for myself. I prepared my place up there that it should be aligned with the Beis HaMikdash down here. So it's not that I prepared it for you, it's, and therefore it doesn't have to be said. When somebody says, I prepared, it means I prepared for myself, unless you state that I prepared it for somebody else. But if you say, I prepared it, by default it means for yourself, and therefore it means I prepared for myself. But this explanation doesn't really work well, because why does Hashem have to say, I prepared it for you? The context of the psukim already tells you that. He's saying, I'm sending a malach with you to the place which I prepared. Who did he prepare? Of course he prepared it for the Yidin. So why does it have to be said? And also, why does Rashi go, you know, say that I prepared for you? He, he could have just simply said, he says, I set it aside for you. He could have just said, Lachem. If his problem is that it doesn't say who is prepared for, he could have said, add the word Lachem, and that's the end. He gives a wordy answer in order to give it, to explain it. So as he said, Rashi goes on to give another explanation, and the Medrash is, to the place that I have already prepared in the past, because my space up here is aligned with the space down there. And this is one of the Psukim, Rashi continues, that tell us, that state, that the Beis Amigdash on high is aligned with the Beis Amigdash down here. That's the second shot. So that shot we understand, but why does Rashi add this whole thing? And this is one of the places which tell us that the Beis HaMikdash Anai is aligned with the thing. Why is it important here that there are other places also where, Rashi, where the Chumash states it in other places as well? Why is that important to this? To this Rashi? And you can't say that because it's, such a, it's like a sort of a foreign concept for a child... There's a place in the heavens which is aligned with the place down here. So Rashi says, no, there's other places in the uh, Torah where it states that. There are, this is not the only place. There are other places. So it's like there's proof for this from other places. The reason that we can't say that this is his reasoning is because Rashi already told us not once but twice previously that the Beis HaMikdash on high is aligned with the Beis HaMikdash down here. And he, over there he didn't find it necessary to sh say, there are other places which tell it too. In other words, you can believe me when I say that. He doesn't say anything at all, he just states it. 
but over here suddenly it tells us there are other places which state it as well another thing we have to understand Rashi reverses the order from the Medrash the Medrash says that the Beis HaMikdash down here is aligned with the Beis HaMikdash up there Rashi says the Beis HaMikdash up there is aligned with the Beis HaMikdash down here why does he reverse the order in which it's said from the way the Medrash says it so to explain Rashi ha is bothered by the following question. The word hachinoisi means I prepared. I prepared at Yisrael for the Yidin eventually going in there. When you say prepared, it means you've made a change of some sort. I prepared something means I did something in order to change it from the way it was before, where it was not yet ready, now it's ready. The question is, what became ready in Eretz Yisrael? What did Hashem do in Eretz Yisrael that made it ready? it's not ready for the Yidin in fact the Pesukim over here in this Pasha state that it's not ready for the Yidin the Pesuk says that there are seven nations living there how are the Yidin going to move in there first they're going to have to chase them out they're going to have to destroy them Hashem says I will destroy them I will chase them out it's something that's going to happen in the future and if you think it's going to happen in, this, in the near future the Torah states it's not going to happen in the near future it's going to take a long time. It's a process. I can't chase them all out at one time because then the, the country will become a desolate place and the animals will, uh, will roam. So therefore it's going to, uh, little by little, I will chase them out. So in, no, in what way is it? It's all ready for the Yidin. So Rashi is bothered by this idea. What, ready, what, I prepared. What did he prepare? So Rashi says, no, it doesn't mean in this case that I prepared by through doing something it means I have set it aside for you nothing has been done yet but I've set it aside for you which is what he actually says Asher zimanti he rephrases it that I have set it aside to give to you in fact the word zimanti can also be seen as an invitation like a hazmana that, Hashem, that I have invited the Yidin to come in inviting doesn't mean yet that I have made the room ready for you when you invite somebody to your house, it doesn't mean I'm ready for you. It means I'll, I'll prepare. When you come, I'll prepare. But since it leaves the question that usually when the word hachinoisi means that I made a change, I did some sort of reparation, so Rashi has to bring another pshat which explains, explains it differently and doesn't take it away from the word, the literal meaning of the word. And Rashi says that there's a medrash that says that he did make a preparation. The preparation was that he aligned the Beis HaMikdash up there with the Beis HaMikdash down here. So in other words, the preparation was where? Up there. But he did make a change. He did make a preparation. Now, as his stroll down here, the Makam HaMikdash down here is in alignment with the Beis HaMikdash up there. But the preparation, the change was happened up there. And that explains why Rashi changes the order. The Beis, the Beis Hamidosh up there is aligned with the Beis Hamidosh down here. Because nothing has been done yet down here, the change has happened up there. That it is aligned with the Beis Hamidosh where, the, where it's going to be down here. But Rashi still is bothered by something, which is, how is it that Hashem made a preparation up there in the Beis Hamidosh to align it with the Beis Hamidosh Mata, and that there's nothing at all that can be under, that can be recognized down here. Nothing changed down here on the ground. How could that be? That's Father's Rashi. 
In fact, we know that Yaakov, when he slept in that place, which is one of the places where Rashi tells us that they said, So he did say, this place is nothing less than the house of Hashem, and this is the gateway to heaven. So he knew, he sensed that there was a, that this was so there is a way that it was recognized. Yaakov did recognize it. So how could we say that nothing should change on the ground? And if, as uh, the Medrash says, Kfar my space is already recognized and, and you can see that it is aligned with down here. So what do you mean if you can see that it's aligned? So how could it be that there is no change down here? Therefore, Rashi says, this is only one of the places where the Torah says that this happened. That the uh, what he means to say is this is not something that happened now it's not that now I'm telling you that the is because I just made that happen and then the question comes out well, nothing changed the answer is it happened a long time ago in fact it was always the case I originally when I created everything I already aligned it with it it's not that now this was done and therefore you have to expect some kind of a change on the ground from what happened yesterday or last week. This has already been going on for a long time and Yaakov did sense it. There are those who know, no. It's just that there has been no change recently about what's going on there. But of course when I'm aligned with something, of course you're going to be able to tell. In fact, this answers another question that the Rebbe has, which is, why is there a change? In some versions of Rashi, of this Rashi, it says, is aligned with down here. It doesn't say the Beis down here. Why does it leave it out according to that version of Rashi? The answer is, because there is no Beis down here yet. At this time, it was only a Mata. It was a space which, in which it was aligned. And it wasn't recognized, nothing changed now, and therefore he doesn't name it as the Beis Amidah Shlomata because it wasn't yet a Beis Amidah Shlomata. The Rebbe also points to a matter of halacha which can be seen, to, Rashi could have alluded to a halachic difference that can be seen from this Rashi. There is a discussion in the Gemara whether there are certain things that need to be pre- uh, prepared for something in order to take on holiness. For instance, if somebody puts his tefillin in a bag, so that bag becomes dedicated to the tefillin, and you're not allowed to use it for any other purpose. Once it becomes holy, sanctified through the tefillin, you're not allowed to use it for anything else. So there's a machlekes between Abaya and Rava. Abaya says that just just doing, sewing that bag for the purpose of tefillin like we do today where you send away or you go to a store and they prepare for you your bag for your tefillin that in itself already makes it holy you've prepared it, set it aside for your tefillin even if you never use it for your tefillin it's already sanctified you're not allowed to use it for other things Rava says that only if you, once you put your tefillin in but just preparing uh, the, the bag doesn't make it holy yet once you've put it in, then it becomes dedicated to the tefillin. So there is a machloikis in amongst the Yerushayin, in the early commentators. Do you have to do something that would be considered hazmana, preparing it? Do you have to sew it or do something else physical to it in order for it to be considered prepared? Or 
can you just declare it to be your talent? Say, oh, here's a nice bag, I'm going to use it for my film. Is that enough of a preparation? So from this Rashi, we could, uh, that, that's the, the difference between the two Pshatim and Rashi. According to the first Pshat, where Hashem says, I prepared it, and Rashi says he hasn't done anything yet. All he did was set it aside. In other words, that's similar to saying it's going to be for the Yidin. And yet he calls it prepared. So according to that, just saying it would also be considered a preparation for the Tefillin. According to the second shot, he already had to do some act. He did an act in the heavens above. But he did an act which had to be called Hachinaisi. And according to that, it would only have to be a physical preparation which would consider the tefillin to be, the bag to be dedicated to tefillin.